Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. Well, hello everyone. It is April 6th, 2021, also known as Tuesday. (laughs) And I don't usually release episodes on days other than Friday, but today is special. Today I am also releasing a blog post. Yes, I blog, by the way, marianneamanda.wordpress.com, <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> and I said, I want to share this as a blog, but also share it on my podcast. And so I'm doing something different today. A short episode as, let's consider this almost like an audiobook or an audio blog. I don't know if those exist, but we're going to roll with it. One year ago, exactly 365 days ago, I released my blog post titled Quarantine Chronicles Part 1. And something pulled me to my blog recently, and I realized that, oh my goodness, that was a year ago. I've written two blog posts since, but this one was released, The Quarantine Chronicles. Now, we are apparently awaiting... an announcement today for the fate of Montreal. And I said, wow, how fitting that I'm releasing my second quarantine chronicles exactly a year later. This is the thing about divine timing, everybody. It happens when you kind of least expect it. I don't know why I was pulled to check out my blog. There was no specific reason for it. And I saw the date April 6th. And something in me just literally lit up. And I said, I have something to say exactly a year later. So much has happened since I wrote that first blog post. And so I am sharing this with you all today. And I'm really excited. And this is called Quarantine Chronicles Part 2. As I reread what I wrote on this day one year ago, I picked up a few major themes. Grief, loss, fear, anxiety, boundaries, and giving ourselves permission for all of the things. I think it's necessary to mention that when all of these surfaced at that time, I believe it was a huge sign for me. I think the universe was almost setting me up to flow through the healing process of these emotions and notions for months to come. As I reflect on what I've been working very hard towards healing within myself in this past year, these themes surface constantly. I have decided to organize this by quotes. When all of this started back in March of 2020, I was just coming off my second largest mental, emotional, and physical breakdown since I moved home from Dubai in July of 2019. The first one happened in November of 2019 at a family gathering. (laughs) That sucked, you guys. I think I spoke to you guys about this. Oh, yes, and I'm also adding in some, so I'm reading and I'm adding my own flair to it. (laughs) And the second breakdown happened a mere week before the world shut down. 
here I was, sitting at home with nothing but time alone with my thoughts. What a scary place to be. Very seldom do we ever have time to sit with our own thoughts, and even more seldom do we allow ourselves to feel all of the hurt necessary in order to shift from breakdown to breakthrough. All of this to say, after two major meltdowns topped with panic attacks, existential crises, and tears I thought would never end, I started listening to podcasts, reading blogs and books, and I chose to no longer remain a victim to a seemingly unchanging circumstance, which, by the way, everybody, as you know, is a work in progress. (laughs) The reason why I want to flow through this with you all by associating quotes to my process is because each and every single one of these came to me in a time where I needed them the most. That's the thing about timing. You gotta trust it. On April 6th, 2020, I wrote you the first part of my quarantine chronicles. On April 6th, 2021, I'm reporting to you with fresh eyes, an expanded soul, and a deeper understanding of who I am, who I want to become, and who I believe I'm meant to be on this journey through life. So here's my first quote. The secret to keeping your sanity during times of transition is to find the ground beneath you and let it hold you up. I'll preface this by saying that most of these quotes were recorded on a walk or multitasking while listening to a podcast at the same time, so I may not be able to reference who said them. However, I can close my eyes and remember why they punched me in the gut so hard in that moment that I felt winded. This quote specifically came to me when I was spiraling out of control and so far away from myself. I had purchased a business, then the world shut down, so I couldn't start my business. I started a job at a, at a dream school, and then I lost it. I fell in love with a manipulative cheater and got my heart shattered. I felt like I was falling to the deepest depths imaginable, and I couldn't grip at anything long enough to pull myself up and out of the darkness. I felt like a fraud in my own life. I was preaching to everyone that I was this strong-willed and determined woman on my path. But the path I was referencing was not one that enticed me in the least. It was scary and unrecognizable. And I truly knew that from that moment, the only way to go was up. I knew that I needed to plant my feet firmly on the ground in order to work my way up. So I started small. One morning, I woke up. I felt my feet touch the floor and I expressed gratitude for the four walls that protect me and house me and the ways I which I was and still am capable of supporting myself. My support system was another big one and I repeated to myself that no matter when or what I needed, I knew I had a community of people to hold me up. Once I was able to identify the different ways in which I could not only support myself, but admit that sometimes I required a little help from my friends, (laughs) then abandoning myself was no longer an option. I was now holding myself accountable for my healing journey. And I asked my loved ones to hold me accountable as well, should I ever lose my way again. Here's the second quote. When you bond with your future... No person or circumstance is going to remove you from that. 
And I'll tell you guys that this was on a Lewis Howes podcast, um, The School of Greatness, and it was Dr. Joe Dispenza that said it. So I heard this a few months after my breakup, and this whole podcast episode was just a huge yes for me. I was walking around my neighborhood on like a mild January day. I remember stopping at intersections a few times, obviously. (laughs) But right when I heard this quote, I found myself at a stop sign, sobbing uncontrollably. I had the biggest, most powerful aha moment I think I've ever had in my life. I've written blog posts on surrender and letting go. Hell, look at what I'm doing right now. I'm recording a podcast, and I've definitely recorded podcasts on surrender and letting go. You guys know that. But I was still having major difficulty living in the present moment and truly understanding at the core of my being that the universe is always conspiring in my favor. It was in this moment that I finally understood the following. If I surrendered to the signs that I continued to get from the powers that be and continued to take inspired action towards the future I wanted to create for myself, I could bond with my my future. If I could bond with my future, then I become unstoppable. No breakup or job loss would derail me so intensely like they had in the past because I would be firmly planted in forward progress. All of the micro moments that lead us to where we are and shape where we want to be are just that. They're moments. They shape us, they teach us, they guide us, but they should never determine whether or not we stay stuck in a mindset of scarcity, lack, and fear. I was so afraid that I was never going to find love or be able to trust another counterpart ever again. Guys, I cried. I screamed into my pillow. I laughed at the ways in which I clearly ignored my intuition because if you can't laugh at that shit, well, then you're screwed. (laughs) And then I dusted myself off and followed the light. The light that illuminated that once unrecognizable path was one towards self-love. And an understanding that without meeting myself halfway, I would never be able to heal all of the broken parts of myself I had turned a blind eye to for so long. Self-love really is an act of meeting yourself where you're at and saying, I see you. What do you need now? Then move in that direction towards the creation of the bond with your future self and trust that this is the one bond you should honor for the rest of your days. Quote number three. I'm trying so hard not to get emotional right now, you guys. You know you are making the right choice when you are not putting yourself in a position to betray yourself. I said I'm trying not to get emotional. Not that I'm not. I'm sitting here crying like an asshole. I don't know about you, but I've betrayed myself many times. And I'm fucking tired. I've attached myself to so many outcomes without giving myself the opportunity to enjoy what is directly in front of me. 
I have fallen in love with potential so many times that I forgot how worthy I am of so much more than I have accepted in the past. I have stressed over situations so far outside of my realm of control that I've sabotaged my experience of living in divine alignment with the universe. Sometimes I don't know exactly where I'm headed, but it's within all of these less than ideal approaches to my life where I've betrayed myself time and time again. And to this, I say, no more. I have said yes to more things in the past few months than I have in easily the last five years of my life. I have removed myself from the driver's seat and allowed the powers much stronger and, dare I say, smarter than me to drive me to my next destination. I know that manifestation is a hot topic right now, but I really am intuitively manifesting my desires and getting results. I'm getting signs when I ask for them. I am walking through doors I have asked to be open for me. I'm beginning to understand because I always say that I'm a work in progress and this will stand until the day I die. That betraying myself will always lead me astray. I am the sole person in my life who can have enough faith that the stones being laid down on the path before me will direct me towards my higher purpose. The reason why I'm here, the version of myself that will constantly work towards being 1% better than she was yesterday. That really is one of my goals within my current reality, to become more of who I am a little more every day so that I may continue to evolve into the being that I was put here to be. I know this may all sound a little (laughs) woo-woo, yes, and I just did bunny ears, And perhaps not as practical as some of us may be able to process. But if I can say anything after this last year of my life, it's that I genuinely do not give a flying fuck about what people think about my process anymore. Why? Because it's my process. If I align myself with the practices of some spiritual monks in the middle of some sacred forest, (laughs) that's my process. If I carry crystals in my bra daily because I believe they protect me from negative energies from my exterior world, that's my process. If I set strict boundaries for things, people, and places which I may not have the emotional bandwidth to handle in any given moment, that's my process. It's all mine. And it's all leading me to where I truly believe I'm meant to live in flow and alignment, spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. If I can leave you all with one thing today, April 6th, 2021, and pardon my language, it's this. You can't get to the bless yous without the fuck yous. <laughs> Life is going to be a series of middle fingers, adversity, crises, and moments of confusion. But in the midst of all of these breakdowns, you stand to have a thousand more blessings. You stand to have a thousand more breakthroughs. You stand to learn and grow and be that work in progress that you deem yourself to be. Find your tribe, guys, and hold them tight. Allow the ground to hold you up first and never be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Free yourself from the past and what you think your future should be and live right now. 
am so excited for your journey, just as much as I'm excited for my own. I've got your back, and the universe has my back, so we're all supported, no matter what. I'm going to leave it here, guys. Short and sweet. April 6th, 2021. This was, like I said, an audio blog of my blog post, Quarantine Chronicles Part 2. I am releasing it within the next hour. You've heard it here, but if you want to share either this podcast with somebody or even share the blog, like I said, it's marianniamanda.wordpress.com. There's quite a few gems (laughs) in those. I started that blog back in Dubai, and it started off as just a way for everybody back home to kind of keep tabs of what I was doing and what I was getting up to. And when I realized how incredibly therapeutic it was for me to release content like this and put it onto paper, and when people started to tell me that my experiences and trials and tribulations were helping them too, there's nothing like it. And so I will continue to share these experiences with you all because I truly think that that is part of why I'm here and not a small part, a big part. So with that, I leave you all and I'm still going to be releasing an episode this Friday. This is your bonus. (laughs) Stay humble, friends, and I'll catch you in the next one.